Welcome to Hetty Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about where I'm at. Bali, part one. I cannot believe I'm recording this episode in Bali, Indonesia. Guys, I'm in Asia. I'm recording episode 79 in Asia. I actually keep looking in the mirror and saying that to myself. I'm in Asia. I'm in Asia. The other side of the world, literally. It's about 5 a.m. here right now, so it's 5 p.m. back home. I've been saying this a lot, but it's the season of life I'm in, so here it goes again. Sorry for any sound quality issues, guys. I can't necessarily soundproof my space right now. So depending on what time or where I'm at the next few recording sessions, you will hear the background or it will be fuzzy or it will just not be the greatest. My bad. Maybe I can do some recording outside at least once. I don't know. Maybe not also because it's really hot and it gets really crazy during the day. So it'd have to be like really, really early. But I've been wanting to get back to recording. And my first week here, I had a self-love retreat. And I really wanted to spend this week focused on it and focused on me. Honestly, looking back, I should have turned off my phone altogether but I'm really far and I wanted to make sure that I could connect with people back home or they could connect with me if we needed to. But the retreat was amazing. It was everything I would imagine a Bali love retreat to be. But also, of course, I had no real experience of a retreat. So I didn't know what it would be. So at the same time, everything was surprising. Bali, I heard, is considered a very healing place with its many focuses on well-being and spirituality and nature and wholeness. And before I share my lessons from the retreat, I wanted to take a moment and share a crazy amount of gratitude I have for how my trip started. The night before my trip, my friend, hey bestie, brought me into a room sitting in front of the board with a ton of names of people I know on it. For two weeks, she had reached out in some way to friends and family who put together basically a Jennifer in Bali fund for me. I cried like a big baby and she got it on video. I cried because what? but also because I have been feeling so guilty about going on this trip and spending time and resources on something like this when I really should be keeping my head down and figuring out my next thing in life. She knew that and others agreed. I needed to go on this trip without any worry. If I didn't feel safe anywhere, I had enough money now to get up and go somewhere else. If I wanted to explore something out of my budget, now I could. And what stuck with me after is that 
she said it had been for about two weeks of secret collecting behind my back. And if you remember my numbers episode, number 75, well, it's no lie. For about two weeks straight, I saw my birthday numbers every day, multiple times a day. Even my flight ticket to Bali had my birthday numbers on it. And I started seeing it so often, I felt like I had to do something every time I saw it. So for me, it became a reminder that I was safe and everything would be okay. It was comforting, like a hug. Well, look at God. (laughs) I was seeing that the whole time while everyone behind me was pulling together for me. I'm not kidding, guys. Signs are out there for you. You'll see them. Okay, back to the retreat, Island of Healing. It was six days of so much. I won't go into much detail because, one, it really is my journey of emotional repair and exploration. And I also don't want to share the stories of the people I met too much. It was ours. But I obviously want to share some things. Why else would I be here, right? So here are five things that stood out to me during my self-love week in Bali. Number one, loving myself or people loving me needs no justification. Our guide or teacher said something that stuck with me. Our bodies need a story and a reason for pain because it doesn't register it. It's not normal. But it doesn't need an explanation for love. That's natural. So love yourself without reason. Be around others who also love you without reason, without a story, and without a justification. But just because you are deserving of love, and I am deserving. Number two, I no longer need to separate myself. On my first night of the retreat, in my introduction, the teacher noticed I talked about myself like I was more than one person. I actually do that here often too. Like, I can't wait to be her, this version of me in the future. I make her separate than I am. She looked at me, the teacher, and said, Jennifer, you are her. She is not separate. And you know what? (laughs) It's true. I am her. The more I think of her as being another being, she continues to be. I think I needed to at the beginning of this journey in order to process the change I've been going through But now it's time to integrate into one person again, who I feel like I am and who I can become. We are one person. I am her. Number three, in community, I can do it. One of the scary things about going to a retreat anywhere, but especially on the other side of the world, is wondering about the people on top of the many other worries, of course. 
there was eight of us in total, seven women and one guy plus the teacher. And everyone was from all over the world. I was thankful there was another person from the U.S., so I had some sense of home on the first night. I will say it was truly an amazing experience to not only get out of my own head and actually learn how to practice healing and being present, but to also watch others go through their own process, to see healing externally in real time, raw and unfiltered. Just something I will never forget, really. At our time during this week, in our own ways, we all experienced and showed vulnerability at some point. Really the magic of feeling safe in community. With that, a story. We did a fun day at a waterfall. And when I got there, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a cute picture but I probably won't get to the waterfall itself because fun fact, I don't swim. I'm like, how deep is it? Well, there's rocks for most of the water part, but closest to the actual waterfall, it's deep enough that you do need to swim, everybody told me. So in my head, I'm like, all right, the picture will just do. Then the guy on the retreat was like, I'm here if you need me. I'm like, no, I'm okay. But he insisted a couple more times. And I'm so grateful for that because my fear is often that people are going to give up on me too soon. Yes, I need to be better at saying what I want. But until I get there, it's helpful to have people who say, no, really, I can help you. And he did that. So he's helping me get across. And then two other people on the retreat come over to help me too. On each side, I'm holding someone's hand. And the other person is behind me. She actually makes a joke. With this wall of protection, nothing bad will happen to you. And I thought about it. And now I'm actually getting teary-eyed. Because healing really does happen in community. That moment felt like so much love from my new friends. The teacher had said that the same way trauma goes in, love has to go in the same place to heal it. It's the only medicine. And in that moment, I was feeling it. So I'm grateful for the group picture at the waterfall. Actually might frame that one. In community, I am capable. Number four, I release the guilt. I have been saying for many recent episodes how guilty I have been feeling about something. Maybe about everything, actually. I mean, I even said it in this episode about going on this trip and feeling guilty for it and that I should be doing something else. I've said in past episodes, I feel guilty of people's generosity I feel guilty for changing and transitioning and how it's happened. I feel guilty. I just always feel guilty about what I did, what I didn't do, what I want to do, what I should do, what I shouldn't do. And during the retreat, I decided to go for 
one-on-one with the teacher, like a one-on-one session with the teacher. Because I made it this far on the other side of this world of to heal. I might as well go for some alone time, right? Well, I was emotional in the activity right before my one-on-one session. So I was definitely more open, I think. She realized how often I said I felt guilty about something and made a note. It was actually the thing that has been keeping me stuck. I don't know how to get what I want, is what she said. Because guilt prevents me from getting it. Getting heady for a moment here. It probably came from being a teenager and feeling guilty for needing to be taken care of. Guilty for needing to take up space at someone else's home. To borrow someone else's family and to take up their resources. I've had this ball of unresolved guilt that feeds into everything now. My homework she gave me is to speak my wants and release the guilt, to say what I actually need, and to hear from others that I can have it without guilt. I am not a storage of guilt, and I need to let it go. And the number five thing I've learned this week, my retreat, is I am fun. (laughs) I'm really fun. On our last day, the teacher shared a little bit about everyone from what she noticed and her insights or her desires for us. I don't know why she saved me for last, but when she got to me, I didn't know what to expect. And I always think I give off sad energy And when she said my name, I started to cry. So I figured it would be all emotional types of words. But she actually said the opposite. She said I was fun. (laughs) That she's surprised that I mentioned I'm not very social because I am a lot of fun and people might be missing out on me. Girl, yes. (laughs) Deep down, I know that I'm fun. Or however you want to describe it. I know that I can be in community and with others and be enjoyed and enjoy other people, right? But I need to let go of whatever it is that's holding me back from sharing myself with others truly and fully. I am worth sharing. This retreat was really amazing. And there was so much more stuff that happened and came out of it, I'm sure I'll sprinkle all the stories in my future episode. But this one is already too long. So those are the top five things on my head right now that I took away from my first week in Bali, on my first retreat, on my first real adventure alone, internally and externally. I'm excited I did this before the rest of my two weeks left of exploring here a new perspective and practices of self-love to take with me along the rest of the journey and for life, of course. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. I am many things and all of them are enough. And hopefully now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. 
be sure to follow if you haven't already. Find me on Instagram at Hetty Girl Pod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.